I think we're all feeling a whole lot of love on this Tuesday, uh, day after Memorial Day. Hi, everybody. It's Andrew, the Ministers of Pop Culture. I hope everybody had a fabulous three-day weekend, a wonderful Memorial Day, um, celebrating loved ones, veterans, uh, with family, friends, or whatever you did. Maybe you were like me and spent the day alone, which was great. Um, you know, it was outside most of the day. It seems as though a lot of people forgot that COVID-19 exists and were out and about just, uh, you know, in a social setting, which maybe they shouldn't have been, but that's okay because I was not, I was pretty much alone by myself. I went to a friend's place very safely because we did some work. Um, I saw my dog because my dog lives with him. Um, went on a walk, uh, just spent most of the weekend outside getting some fresh air and really, you know, retraining my lungs to, um, uh, like, breathe in air. Um, but yeah, I hope everybody had a really nice weekend. I feel refreshed, revitalized, awake. Um, I feel as though we really are heading into the summer. The air is really nice here in LA. It's scorching hot, which I like. Um, although I do love when it's like 60 here because I'm someone who loves to sleep with my AC, like freaking freezing cold every single night, like I'm a polar bear. Um, but when it's cool out, I can crack open my window. Although I haven't been doing that as of late because obviously of all the stuff in the air, um, and whatnot, but yeah, so anyways, uh, I started today's episode off with the fabulous Riverdale rendition of I Feel Love from season one, episode six, and why did it was because our first story has to do with the one and only Riverdale, some stars from Riverdale. Um, I'm also really, really, really tired today for some reason, which I don't, I was, I feel really well rested over the weekend, but I just feel my, I'm just so tired. So I just have three stories for you. And then, um, I mean, you know me, I love to dissect the stories and give my two cents. So that'll probably make them a little bit longer. But this episode, if it's a little bit short, it's because I, in fact, am very, very tired. Um, and that's what happens. Like, it's like the less I do, the more tired I am. But the more, you know, uh, out and about I am, I'm um, just like a, a wild animal, Um so yeah, but uh, let's see, it was pretty much relaxing when we did some grocery shopping. I FaceTimed with my little niece yesterday, she's five years old, she's so smart. We were FaceTiming and she was using all the cool faces and doing all the effects on uh, FaceTime, which is so cool. She's five years old and she's literally smarter than me, so uh, it makes sense because both my sister and my brother-in-law are super, super smart. Um, I work in medicine and uh, obviously I'm not in medicine, so you know, I'm an artist. Speaking of being an artist, um, I hope everybody is, first of all, on TikTok because it is the greatest app ever. I'm so sorry to Instagram. I love me some Instagram, but I think that uh, <clears throat> TikTok has sort of usurped its place uh, or, or its position in being the greatest app ever because TikTok is just so creative. Um, follow me at Andrew DeVitri. I have some really fun videos. Essentially what I do is I post my favorite clips of all my favorite shows and just get a little bit of commentary after. And, uh, you know, I uh, have quite a big following, so I'm really excited about that. And uh, I feel like I'm a millennial with TikTok and, you know, being sort of in the scene and whatnot, it just makes you feel really, really good. I'm not one of those people who's an influencer, um, because quite honestly, I don't really influence people. I like to, you know, just be myself. Um, but maybe that is what influencers do. But I, like, I just don't feel like I have what it takes to be an influencer because influencers are literally so fabulous and they're just like just glamorous and just literally on all the time. And I'm like literally lying in bed, like I'm really tired, so I just can't even handle it. Um, but yeah, so check me out on TikTok. It's fun, and you know, I post really good content, uh, and I love it. I just I'm always laughing when I'm on it, which is great, and especially in this, you know time of social distancing and whatnot. Uh, it's good to have a laugh. So yeah. All right, everybody, let's get into some stories. Our first story of the day um, is from E! News, and it has to do with two of Riverdale's hottest, youngest stars, um, Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt, and they break up again less than a year after reconciliation. This is from E! News. Sorry, I have bread on my teeth. I had a grilled cheese for dinner. By the way, I love dairy, but I'm severely lactose intolerant. Like I got really, really sick when I have dairy. So thank you, Whole Foods, for uh, selling Daya cheese, 
which I love. And I, you know, made a grilled cheese with Daya and chicken, rotisserie chicken from Whole Foods. And then I also bought the Sobe brand uh, coconut milk ice cream, cookies and cream, which is so yummy. So I can enjoy all the things I love in life. Uh, you know, it's slightly different tasting than, of course, Ben and Jerry's, which I love. But I just I get so sick when I have Ben and Jerry's because it's pure milk and my stomach just can't handle it. But I remember there was a time when I was really young. I literally could drink whole milk. And I just, I look so fondly back on those days when I literally could drink whole milk, not take a probiotic, not have Tums with me everywhere I go and literally be fine. Like, I can't even believe that I lived like that. And now my stomach would just like, it's not having it. So, <laughs> well, that's just me. Okay, anyways, I don't know why I thought about that, but I just did. Okay, here we go. Riverdale's Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt break up again less than a year after reconciliation. It's over for Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt, the 27-year-old actor and the 23-year-old actress have broken up, according to people on page six, citing sources. This isn't the first time the Riverdale couple has sparked split speculation, as fans will recall. Rumors started spreading that the dynamic duo called it quits last summer. However, the Jughead Jones and Betty Cooper stars set the record straight upon release of their W Magazine cover story telling fans, quote, don't believe everything you read on the internet, kids. Reinhardt then referred to Sprouse as her boyfriend during a September interview with Cavatour. Ooh, so fancy. Um, in addition, Sprouse fired back at a, quote, at baseless accusations, uh, linking him to Kaya Gerber. In April, at the time, a source told E! News he and Reinhardt were social distancing separately, but were still together. Their relationship is always up and down, the insider said at the time, but they do talk every day and care very much about one another. Reports of Sprouse and Reinhardt's romance first spread in July. 2017. Wow, that was some time ago. I think that's when Riverdale first started, though, and I will never forget that first season, you guys. Riverdale season one is unbelievable. It is so well done, so well shot. It's just so fresh and new, and it's such a different take um, on sort of a teen drama. It's just, I love it. It's like Sabrina, the Chilling Avengers of Sabrina. It's so well done. Um, uh, okay, so reports of Sprouse and Reinhardt's romance first spread in July 2017. Uh, still, they didn't make their first red carpet appearance together until the 2018 Met Gala. Um, over the years, the co-stars have continued to play coy with the status of their relationship. Quote, we are not fighting with the idea that people group us together, but we're paired up a lot, Ryan here told, told W Magazine last May. We're acknowledging that we're in a relationship, but it's a small part of who we are as people. We want our own separate identities. In fact, the Hustler star said it was Sprouse who suggested they keep their private life exactly that, private. Um, quote, at first, I didn't want things private, she told W. Now that I'm X amount of years in, I do appreciate the privacy we have that he's encouraged me to take. No one knows how long we've been together, or no one will know until we're ready to say it. No one knows how we fell in love except for our close friends and us. It's really special. But could a real-life split impact their on-screen relationship? Quote, if and when we break up on the show, I don't know, Reinhardt told the publication, it's weird being with an actor. You deal with shit. No one else has to deal with neither Reinhardt nor Sprouse have commented their reports. E! News has reached out to reps for comment. Okay, so then there's a chance that they're still together. And, you know, there's this is just conjecture. They're young. And you know what? I think that uh, it's really good to keep it private. You know who else is, like, super, super private about their relationships? Um, two teen star drama alums, Blake Lively and Leighton Meester, obviously, from Gossip Girl. Like, you literally never hear about their relationships. And which I really love. And I love that they're both so cool. And they're, they're, they're like, too cool to, like, you know... I don't want to say sell out their kids, but like, you know, they're not like a lot of Hollywood couples that are out and about, you know, getting photographed everywhere. Um, it's like acting is their job. It's not like who they are. And I like that. I mean, that's just like what I'm assessing from, you know, their lack of a presence in all the, you know, just Jared's and people magazines and whatnot, which I love. And don't get me wrong. Like I love reading about my favorite celebrities and all these sites, but yeah, well, I've been a huge fan of Cole Sprouse since obviously so the sweet life of Zach and Cody and Lily Reinhardt. Well, I was introduced to her from 
Riverdale, but she was fabulous in Hustler. She was so funny. Um, yeah, I think, you know, ebbs and flows of relationships. They happen with everybody, and I think it's just a healthy, natural course of whatever this alleged story, whatever is allegedly happening in their relationship um, within the confines of their private life, which is great. It should be private. Um, and they're both so gorgeous. Like, he's a handsome man, and she is just like a Betty. They're, they're like the Penn Badgley and Blake Lively of the Gossip Girl generation, but this is of the Riverdale generation. That's, like, exactly what they are. Um, only I care, like, way more about them than, you know, because I wasn't so into pop culture when I, when I was watching Gossip Girl, even though I was a senior in high school, but yeah. Okay, I'm going to uh, read you our next two stories, but before that, a word from our sponsors, Anchor. We have an update in a story that I already, I think I've talked about it once or twice in the last week uh, with Mary Kate, Ol- with Mary Kate Olsen um, officially filing divorce from her, I guess, former husband-to-be, Oliver uh, Sarkozy. Um, this is from E! News Update. Mary Kate Olsen just took a big step in her divorce process. E! News can confirm the fashion designer and her attorneys filed a summons and complaint which were accepted and processed by the Manhattan County Clerk Monday morning. New York's Office of Court Administration lifted an eight-week coronavirus moratorium on all criminal and civil court proceedings not deemed to be essential or an emergency. As a result, Mary Kate and her legal team were able to proceed. Mary Kate Olson's request to submit... Oh, and then it goes into the old article. So that's literally just an update um, for MKO, Mary Kate Olson. Um, and I also heard, I read somewhere that she's living in... Uh, she's renting a fabulous... Um, Hampton's estate, which she should because, you know, she's worked her tail off since she was a little gal, both her and Ash. Uh, and I hope they're, you know, living their best lives. It's so great that they have each other. They're twins. They literally share, you know, a soul from what I understand from my friends that are twins, the way they explain it. You have a, a best friend, an unconditional best friend who is not only blood, but just understands you, you know, sort of operates in the same vain um and they really do seem to be so close when you know see photos of them and whatnot but i think this is great i think i mean he's not a bad looking man but he's just older and she is just like the toast of the town she's fabulous she's gorgeous um super successful artistic has a great eye for fashion and they have built an incredible empire um i'm always gonna go to bat for the olsons i've like ever since billboard dad that just like literally solidified how much i love them even though that was obviously two characters but yeah i think i'm gonna watch that tonight i have to find where it is online because you know obviously i can rent it on itunes which i usually do but it's got to be somewhere just like disney plus did you know uh, a streaming service by the way you guys hbo max comes out on wednesday i'm literally so freaking excited i mean i've been sort of down the hbo rabbit hole right now because i'm watching the comeback season one and two like it's incessantly like i watch the same episode like two or three times a day i know i'm crazy but like literally valerie cherishes my life lisa kudrow was literally one hands down one of the most talented people out there and i cannot wait to see her netflix show spaced out uh starring steve carell i don't know nothing about it but i'm gonna be i'm gonna watch it because i'm a huge fan of hers and she's just the best okay so i guess this brings us to our last story of the day and again i I know this episode's really short but (laughs) girlfriend i am tired but i'll give you like a really good episode on wednesday like a full 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 episode you know with stories and opinions and songs and laughter and you know the whole gaiety of it all but you gotta give a girl a break okay <laughs> page six kelly ripa's husband mark and swales fills in again for ryan seacrest from swanky mustique i already reported about this ryan seacrest i guess well you know i don't know if i talked about it but if not then I'm, i guess i'm just gonna like brief you now i guess uh, ryan seacrest was hosting the american idol finale um and fans, I guess, speculated that something was going on with his face or people, there was a crazy, crazy, um, I don't know if it was a rumor is the right word to call it, but there was, I guess, worry that he had a stroke on air because he seemed a little bit off. But then, of course, his reps said he was overworked and tired and fatigued. Um, but, well, there's always something going on behind the scenes. Okay, 
let's just read this and then we'll dissect. Page six. Um, there were renewed fears for Ryan Seacrest Monday after he once again was absent from the airwaves. Quote, the live, I'm sorry, not quote, the quote, live with Kelly and Ryan co-host was forced to deny that he suffered a stroke while hosting the finale of American Idol last Sunday night. After he slurred his speech during the broadcast, when he skipped the next day's live broadcast, his rep said that after, quote, juggling three to four on-air jobs over the last few weeks, and he's in need of rest. So he took a well-deserved day off. Seacrest, who says he's suffering from exhaustion, returned to co-hosting duties with Kelly Ripa for the rest of the week, but he was missing from the show once again on Memorial Day. Maybe he was with his family. Who knows? Um, <laughs> Page 6 is told that Monday's episode was pre-taped last week when Seacrest was exhausted, but it was noticed by fans on Twitter when the show aired. Ripa's husband, Mark Consuelo, stood in for Seacrest for the second Monday straight. Meanwhile, after we reported that Rip and Consuelos have been broadcasting from the Caribbean, ooh, so fancy and fabulous, um, we've now learned that they're staying on the ultra-exclusive enclave of Mystique, Moustique, where the Queen's sister, Princess Margaret, famously owned a villa called, I'm not even going to pr- attempt to say it because I can't pronounce it, but I'm going to spell it out for you, L-E-S, Les, J-O-L-I-E-S, Holies, E-A-U-X. I'm not French, I'm English, I can barely speak English, so... There we go. The family vacations there every year. Ripa has previously been spotted at the famous Basil's Bar on the island where Mick Jagger, who owns a house on the island, is known to get up and sing. Oh, so fancy. Kelly, Kelly Ripa and Mark and Sales are like literally just so glamour. It's the glamour, but all their, their children are just, they have three kids who are all like gorgeous, by the way. Two sons and a daughter. Like, I can't even imagine being a Consuelo's child. Just like you like your parents are so fabulous and like affluent and you're just gorgeous and like they're talented. Oh, I love it. I live for it. I would love to be also SJP's kids. Oh, love it. Okay. Um, we're also told that designer Tommy, okay, I don't care about all this. Ripper and her family were on a spring break vacation where they were told to shelter in place and decided to stay put. As Ripple told ABC staff during a town hall meeting, quote, we had planned a trip for our family and it was supposed to be our entire family, of course. And we arrived in three days. The entire world changed. Really. I mean, everything shut down. The government shut down. Our country shut down. I hate to use the word stock, but we were. She added that she and Seacrest continued with their show, quote, because we felt like with everything that was going on in the world, that perhaps some normalcy of just doing what we normally do, even though it was like in very unusual circumstances, would be the best thing for us. A source told, a source told us, well, told page six, quote, it seems like paradise, but nobody's allowed on the island now, and it's pretty isolated. Like everyone, Kelly wants to see her parents. What seemed like a nice idea in the beginning is just not that great. Yeah, I mean, people are always like, oh, first world problems, but no, this is like a serious thing. I mean, they're far away from home, even though you're like, People always are like, oh, when you're on vacation, it's going really well. They're like, oh, I, would just wake up. I wish I could stay on vacation forever. I love it. Like, literally, this is what's happening for them. But at some point, it's like you can only get so much sun. You can only get so much, you know, sand and your feet tans. And, you know, eventually you just want your own bed. You want your own closet. You want your own stuff. You miss your friends. I totally understand it. It's sort of like the first couple of weeks of uh, quarantine. I didn't get to see my puppy, and that was really, really hard because my dog is my life, and uh, I didn't want. I don't, I can't even think about that because that was like, yeah, I, I cried because I would Facetime with him, and I just missed him so much. And because you know, I've told you before, he lives, you know, with you know my bestie. Um, yeah, yeah, just it's you know, I'm very grateful that things are slowly progressing to open, and uh, you know, I can see my dog every day, which is what I do, and. Yeah, so let's say Kelly Ripa, Mark on Swales. I hope you uh, get home safe, and I totally understand why Kelly misses her family. I mean, I miss my family, too. They're all the way in Massachusetts, and I still don't want to fly, but yeah. All right, everybody, that's today's episode. I hope everybody had a really, really good long weekend. Um, you're probably all tired and burnt out like me, but it's been actually a really busy two months. I've been actually very productive in getting stuff done, and 
you know, busier than when I'm, like, not, like, quarantined, I guess, but, you know, whatever. But I promise you I'll give you guys some more juicy, upbeat, energized episode for Wednesday because I'm burnt out. Um, I don't think of anything else to say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just wanted to come on because I love doing this and it makes me so happy and it's like, I'd much rather do a short version than, you know, no version at all. Um, so yeah. All right, everybody stay safe, wash your hands, be kind to one another. And, uh, those are my stories for the day. And once again, thank you for listening. Uh, check me out on TikTok at Andrew DeVitri or on Instagram at Andrew DeVitri or here in Mistress of Pop Culture. All right, everybody have a great Tuesday. Bye.